Welcome in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back. Um, it's been a while. Yeah, a long time. Um, but we're back. Um, it is wildcard weekend of the NFL. Probably, in my opinion, one of the most exciting times of the year. I do enjoy wildcard weekend. We also have not done a podcast since 2021. Yeah, like 2023 now. Over a year. This yeah. time and like September and October, when you're getting like postseason baseball and football is just starting, this is like up there at those times. Yeah, prime time. But, um, so with that being said, we have six games this weekend. And to be honest with you, I think two at minimum are a lock of a winner. Mm-hmm. And those games are... I think three. What, what three do you think? I think Buffalo is a lock. Bengals are a lock. And I think... Actually, yeah, three. I'd say two at minimum are a lock. The Niners are going to destroy Seattle. Yes, I believe they're going to let the play. And I think the Giants are a lock against the Vikings. The Vikings' offense is great, but I mean, their defense is like historically bad. I don't know, but you know, last time we did this podcast, the Giants were running a. You know, a quarterback sneak at their own 10 yard line. I'll tell you this the so. last time we did this podcast, the Giants almost beat the Chiefs. You remember that game? Yeah, it's 20 to 17. Yeah. Yeah, well, now the Giants, I told you, G Men are, they're on top now. They're in the playoffs. Can we just say one thing? Hmm. Rewind back to August yeah. when the Chiefs traded Tyree Kill. Yeah. Huh? What were they projected to be in the division? Third or fourth? Third. And they're 14 and three. Yeah, clearly Tyree Kill. Doesn't make a difference to Mahomes. And I've been saying this for the longest time. Patrick Mahomes can have me at receiver and make me look good. Well, I mean, I don't like, personally, I don't like the Chiefs. So, obviously, I, like, I disagree, but it's true. Like, Mahomes is just good. He's just the best. He's the he's the best quarterback in the league and has been yeah. ever since he started like playing. The only way you could say that somebody was better than him was Lamar in his MVP season. Which he probably was, but Mahomes is still just better than everyone in every. Speaking episode. of Lamar, is he even playing this weekend? Uh, I was reading on because I'm hearing one thing he is playing, yeah. then I'm hearing another thing where he's not. Well, I read on sport like a bunch of sports accounts on Instagram and said it was like his status was like in limbo, like he's probably not going to play. But I don't know. he was liking stuff on Twitter. Yeah, he, he and, was so. he was reposting a bunch of Instagram stories. Of yeah. fans tagging him saying, "Oh, we need you in this game so badly," which they do. Yeah. If they don't have Lamar Jackson, they don't stand a chance. I don't think they stand a chance with Lamar. They're the worst. Uh, they have the worst offense in football. If you didn't realize that, they score. Do they actually they score sixteen points without Lamar Jackson? They have the worst offense. Yes. Oh well, the okay. lowest scoring offense in football. So if they don't have Lamar, it's not even like okay. That's I actually one. didn't even know that. That's I mean for this. Sheet I have of the scores. I did it if Lamar was playing, but if Lamar's not playing, the Bengals are going to win by at least three touchdowns, I think. Well, the line in that game is the Bengals are favored by minus, seven. Yeah, minus seven, which I think is. And I think the Bengals are going to probably like double that spread. Most but they're probably going to win by at least two touchdowns, if not three. If Lamar plays, I'd still say they cover minus seven, but might be a little more dicey. So, the recent topic, the Bills, just as a team, yeah, with the whole Demar Hamlin thing, mm-hmm. 
Do you think this team comes out and just steamrolls everyone they no, see? No. Or do you think they're going to be like, they can't focus, like they can't operate? Well, I mean, obviously they're going to be able to focus. They played a game last week. They beat. But. Did they play last week? They played New England. But. Okay, they beat New England. Killed New England. They needed two kickoff returns to. That's true. But, you know, it comes with the game. It's, it's It happens sometimes. But, I mean. Like, last week, the Bills scored 35 points. Mm-hmm. 14 of those being. On kick returns. Kick so returns. Realistically, 21. Yeah. So, okay. if they did not have those two kickoff returns. They would have, yeah, they would have scored 21 points. And New England scored 23. Now, granted, the game can go completely different, like, pace. I'm not going to say the Bills would have lost without those two kickoff returns. But their offense only put up 21 points. Correct. Which isn't so impressive on a team that didn't even make the playoffs. And Miami has a decent defense. It's not good, but it's decent. I mean, Buffalo is the only, my only concern with Buffalo is that they haven't faced a top 10 offense since week 8. And they, every offense in the playoffs is top 10. It's that, and... The Bills' defense is so banged up, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, obviously Hamlin's going to be out, which is a great that's, like, that's a given. I thought the Bills were better than the Chiefs until Von Miller got hurt, and he's done yeah, for the year. Yeah, pound for pound, the Bills were better than the Chiefs. Because were, were than the Chiefs. if you compare both rosters, yeah. the Bills, when they're healthy... Have a slight edge. Correct. And that slight edge is Von Miller. I think that slide edge could be Stephon Diggs. Because, think about it. The only way Chiefs the Chiefs have lost Mm -hmm. is when you can get home to Mahomes, rushing four. Mm -hmm. Without Von Miller, you cannot do that. Speaking of uh, getting home to a quarterback, we're going to switch to the Giants game now. Because from what I'm seeing on Twitter, this is is from a Giants fan. This is a stupid ESPN stat, but... Kirk Cousins is two and nineteen in games played at four thirty. Two of those losses coming in the playoffs, and his starting right tackle and starting center are out. So I I think from what I've seen from the Giants front seven, they're gonna give Kirk Cousins a tough time. And by giving Kirk Cousins a tough time, and not being able to get rid of the ball to get it to Jefferson in time, that's stopping Jefferson without even stopping him because Cousins can't get rid of the ball in time. So if you have a good pass rush, they will win that game. The line. For the spread in this game, Minnesota's favored by three. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, that breaks even. It does because the home team automatically gets three points for a spread. Correct. So, theoretically speaking, this game is dead even. I mean, yes, that is true. I mean, I, I'm just going to go a little in depth with this game because I'm a Giants fan and I know everything about it. The last time the Giants played the Vikings, the Giants' offense and Giants' receiving core had the best game they had all year long. Jones was firing on all cylinders. He threw one pick, which was it's fine. Quarterbacks throw interceptions. But Hodgins had nine catches, 89 yards, touchdown. Richie James had eight for 90. Not a touchdown, but Slayton had four for 70-something. That's an effective day from three receivers. And Barkley ran for six per carry and scored the game-time touchdown. I feel like the only way the Vikings win this game is if they stop Saquon. No, not only that, they need to catch a break. Like, a, some somebody in the Giants needs to do something stupid. That would be Daniel Jones. They need, like, the Vikings need to, like, return a kick. They need they need to catch a break somewhere. You're, I don't think the Vikings, first of all, when they played earlier in the season, they needed a 61-yard field goal to win. I don't see that as a win. I think what Giants, are the odds of that happening again? No, I think the Giants played better than them the first time they played. There's no doubt about that. 
But, I mean, if if the Giants are going to win the game, Barkley needs to be Barkley and Jones needs to be serviceable and they'll win the game. It's that simple. And Jones has been beyond serviceable. I can see year. one or two things happening in this game. The Giants will either just completely shit the bed. Could happen. Or they'll actually come out. I actually think if the Giants are going to win this game, they need to be physical, like very physical. Mm, they're physical. Too. And, yeah, with Dable, I don't doubt that that will happen. Dable, Dable is the coach of the year, mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. It should be unanimous. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's taking a team with, like, my brother at wide receiver. Like, yeah. It's like they have no weapons. <laughs> I can't even imagine what Jones would have done. Guy's the lowest turnover rate in all of football with, like, no one. Like, he has no weapons. Yeah, and – the thing about Dayball is he he's figured out how to use Daniel Jones. He's Correct. figured out how to utilize his strengths. But can you imagine Daniel Jones with a guy like Odell Beckham to complement Hodgins and Richie James? That oh, way, it'll only be better. They're not going to go against. Him. Think about this: Isaiah Hodgins, who was unemployed through Week Eight, is now going up against cornerback ones and putting up those numbers. Yeah. Think about him against a cornerback three. He would he tear it up. You know what I mean? Like. They need a guy that is their main – like, there's no main target on the Giants. There's just guys. Like, you throw it at anybody. There's no main target. So let me ask you this. Both four and five games, mm-hmm. I feel like toss-ups. I feel like anything can happen in both of those games. The Jags and Chargers and Bucks and Cowboys. Yeah. I think the Cowboys are frauds, number one. And they were exposed last week against the Commanders. That game was just embarrassing. Cowboys aren't good. Neither is Dak Prescott. I'll stand by that for the rest of my life. And the Bucks are going to beat the Cowboys. And Tom Brady is. I, you can't bet. You can't bet against Brady. That's 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 how like I, I I would pick the Bucks to win this game as well. Correct. Simply because it's Tom Brady. The Bucks have looked awful all season, but when you're dealing with Tom Brady, playoff time, you don't want to deal with that. You realize that also, obviously, the Eagles have the bye. They got the one seed. You realize that, in my opinion, I think the Eagles are going to lose to the first team they see. First game. I mean, that is a possibility. The Eagles are not playing. And it could be the Giants. It could be the Cowboys. It could be the Bucks. They're going to lose. So you think think the Bucks will beat the Cowboys, correct? Yes. Okay, so that would leave Giants, Eagles, Mm -hmm. and Bucks, 49ers, and the Vegas line. I think the Bucks get. I think the Bucks would obviously lose to the Niners, and I think the Giants. I wouldn't say that's so obvious. No, because it's Tom Brady, but pound for pound. Not even just because it's Tom Brady. I don't know. There's just something in my head. It's like it's so hard to trust Brock Purdy. Correct. He's been great. Correct. But in the playoffs, like everyone knows, for every single sport, the playoffs are completely different. He's he's a rookie quarterback. I mean, he's played five games in the league. Sure, he's he's absolutely lit it up, but he's destined to make a mistake at some point. It's not like he's not perfect. I will say one thing. Every single team that is in the NFC playoffs is out to prove something. Every single team. Correct. I also think any team in the NFC, probably except Seattle, could make the Super Bowl. No. The Giants are not making the Super Bowl. It depends on the path they have. If they wind up beating the Vikings and not playing the Niners before the championship game, if they play the Eagles in the divisional round. I think the absolute... Furthest the Giants are getting game. championship game, yes. And the only reason I say that is because no one they know the Eagles so well. 
well, and the Eagles are not playing well. You also have to think the Giants rolled out their practice squad last week and yeah. lost the Eagles by mm-hmm. six, and the Eagles started their starters. And mark my words here, whoever's watching this, whoever's listening to this, Kenny Galladay is going to be the Giants' playoff secret weapon. Watch. I mean, that is a possibility. Now that he's actually on the field. And he made that catch, his confidence is probably a little higher. And he'll obviously. I mean, I, I could see that happening. I actually think the Giants' X factor is Thibodeau. Oh, he's so good. I mean, yeah, if he's getting pressure off the edge, Kirk Cousins is going to stand no chance. Because if he's getting pressure off the edge and Let Williams and Dexter Lawrence are coming through the middle, there's no chance he even. Not just Kirk Cousins. If you beat them and then you go to Philly next round. Well, the only thing about Hurts is he could roll like Kirk. Yeah, Cousins but you don't. Rolling out. You never want to keep a quarterback in the pocket, no matter who it is. That, Correct. That's what a quarterback's been trained to do their whole life. Once a quarter, the, 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 there's only a few quarterbacks in the league that are better out of the pocket. And actually, Daniel Jones is one of them. He's better throwing outside of the pocket. Yes, like there's, there's quarterbacks out there. Like, Hurts is not good outside the pocket at all. From what I saw last week, he was terrible. But, I mean, yeah, if you could force any quarterback out of the pocket, they're obviously going to struggle. So, going back to the AFC, mm-hmm. what do you think of this Jags and Chargers game? Uh, I mean, the Jaguars are home, and the Jaguars are hot. And I haven't heard a thing about the Chargers all year, so I think Jacksonville wins it. But I don't think Jacksonville wins it. I think this game will be a dogfight until, like, the final two minutes. And when the two-minute warning comes in the fourth quarter, I think it's strictly going to come down to who's the better coach, and that is Doug Peterson. Brandon Staley, he's not terrible, but he's not good. He'll be going for a fourth and ten on his own 30-yard line. Yeah, He's that coach. Right. I mean, uh, yeah, like I said before, I don't think – I think if the Jags win this game, they don't make it any further than that. I think they lose the next round. Well, we, we can both agree – we can both agree that the Bills and Bengals are pretty close to locks in the wild card round, right? Yeah. No, so no. that would leave the Jaguars going to Kansas City. Now, as a Chiefs fan, that's what you want. Okay. I do not want to see the Chargers at all. I was zero part of it. It's a division. Not even that the Chargers are like wow, they're good. It's the fact that they play in the same division and it's going to be a dogfight no matter what. You know, what I mean? it's, it's going to be a that, much tougher game. Yeah, exactly. It's that, and I don't want to deal with Herbert. Yeah, Herbert's still. People forget that he's still a top five quarterback. Yeah, like he, nobody talks about him, but he's still top five. The only seven. thing actually that's like starting to creep up on him, mm-hmm. he's not winning these big games. Correct. Like this is the first time he's. In the playoffs. Now, granted, I think he's in his third season, I want to say. Third or fourth. Third. But what have his prior seasons been like? Not good. His he, career record was... Now, granted, he might. Four. he's probably a little held back by Brandon Staley. I don't doubt that. I'm sure. But... So that would leave in the AFC, the Bengals going to Buffalo. Uh-huh. And Jacksonville going to Kansas City. Now, the Bengals going to Buffalo is... Yeah, that would be... That would be the game of the playoffs. I think the Bengals are winning the game. I agree. I think the Bengals, I mean, all If all, the Bengals and Bills game did not get canceled that Monday night, mm-hmm. the Bengals, before that injury even happened, the Bengals were going up and down the field on Buffalo. Yeah, I think they would have won that game anyway. I mean, but it didn't happen, so who knows. But I think the Bengals are a better team than the Bills right now. I think the AFC is... So do you think it's going to be a rematch? The AFC Championship. Yeah, last it's, year. it's going to be Bengals Chiefs, and the Bengals will come out again. Even though the Chiefs are so dominant, the Bengals still have the Chiefs number, and I still think they'll find a way. See, to the thing is, as a Chiefs fan, 
for the championship game wise. Yeah. I would rather play Buffalo, but I also want the game to be at Arrowhead. If they play Buffalo, that game's gonna be somewhere else. Yeah, we don't know where it is gonna be yet, but it's Cincinnati, not it's gonna be a home game. If they do play Cincinnati, it's gonna be at Arrowhead. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. But with that being said, the Bengals are better than the Bills, at least in my opinion. Yeah, they are. And not only that, the Bengals have the Chiefs number. They're three and zero, and I mean, could also make the statement that the Bengals have been there before. And what I will say is, the I don't necessarily want to say the Bengals have the Chiefs number because every single time the Bengals have beat the Chiefs, the Chiefs have beaten themselves at some point. Sure. Like last year in the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. going into halftime, I'm almost positive the score was like twenty-one to three. It wasn't close. And Mahomes just I, I don't know what happened to him. He just folded. That that was the worst half of football I've ever seen from the guy. The and that's saying a lot. That was the worst quarterback game I've ever seen from him in my life. And then regarding this season, when they went to Cincinnati, Bucker missed a field goal and an extra point and they lost by three. And Kelsey's fumbling a ball at midfield. Uh, How often does Travis Kelsey fumble a ball? Never. Never. So I kind of feel like that game is still a toss-up. Well, here's the thing about the Chiefs. If they if they make it out of the AFC, there's no team in the NFC that can even come close to competing with them. Here's the thing. When the Chiefs play to their full potential, no one's better. Nobody is beating them. No. And I'm not saying that just because I'm a fan. It's just the truth. No, it's a fan. When the Chiefs play the way they're supposed to, nobody's beating them. I hate the Chiefs, and I agree with that. If they make it out of the AFC, they're winning the Super Bowl. There's no team in the NFC that can compete. But with that being said, the Chiefs never play to their full potential. Correct. Unless they're obviously making a Super Bowl run. Like, last week against the Raiders was the first time I've seen that team put together four complete quarters, maybe since, like, early season. That was their first double-digit win of the year. Yeah. And it came against the Raiders. Like, they're going into overtime against the Texans, who had, like, one win at the time. Yeah, that was embarrassing. (laughs) That was embarrassing. I mean, they're, they're they're having competitive games with Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos, which are just a dumpster fire for the next 10 years. They're in cap space hell, and they have no draft picks. I think if they hire Sean Payton as their head coach, they'll be okay. Because they have a good team. They'll be better. So they'll have be good offense. Like, their offense on paper is good. I think their offense is a little overrated. On paper. Yeah, sure. But, I mean, you have Sutton, you have Judy, you have Wilson, obviously, who's Russell Wilson. who's had a bad year. But, I mean... I think if you get Wilson in a different scheme with a different coach, and I think they'll be like average, like maybe nine wins next year. So what do you think the NFC Championship game is going to be? Uh, most likely Niners-Eagles, but I could see the Giants getting there. The only chance I see the Giants getting there is if, obviously, they beat the Vikings and then play the Eagles and beat the Eagles. and then You know what? The championship game. I'm going to make – I hate the Giants. Let me just preface that. I actually think they're going to beat Philly. And the only reason I say that is, okay, both teams have zero playoff experience. Zero. A couple guys on the Giants have some experience. Key players have zero. Yeah, no. For both teams. Even on the Eagles, yeah, nobody has any clue. But the reason I say this, the Giants are a gutsy team. Yeah, they'll do whatever it takes. And the reason that is is because of Brian Dayball. Correct. The Eagles, I don't feel the same. Jalen Hurts is not as tough as Daniel Jones is. And it's not only that, 
the Eagles peaked way too early. Mm-hmm. That's what happens to a lot of these teams. They peak early and then don't succeed in the playoffs. This is reminding me of the Steelers. This Eagles team reminds me of the Steelers. No, they, that Steelers obviously team is so bad. Obviously, it's two different kind of teams, but record-wise and the way their season folded out, I think. I mean, you can make a comparison, team. but that sure. Steelers team, they went like 13-0 and and then lost the rest of their games. They went 12-1 and and then lost. And then yeah. And then lost the first round of the playoffs. Like, they, 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 went, they went undefeated. Because of their schedule, I mean yeah, that's no, that's a, a given. It was now. a cakewalk. That, that schedule, was and then they just cakewalk. fell into pieces. Yeah, they were bad. They were really bad. But uh, yeah, I mean it's not unrealistic to say the Giants could make the championship game. It is unrealistic to say the Giants could make the Super Bowl. But who knows? If you wind up beating, if you wind up beating the Vikings and the Eagles, obviously you're gonna have a lot of momentum heading it heading into San Francisco. I'm not saying they're gonna win, but I don't think I don't think it'll be. A blowout, considering the Giants have that much momentum heading in there. You know so, I mean? with that being said, I think the Super Bowl is going to be a rematch of what was it three years ago in Miami? Yeah, yeah. Chiefs Niners. Well, and he's pretty sick. The only reason, like, I'm picking those two teams. No way in hell am I trusting Daniel Jones to beat the 49ers. No shot now. Because, okay, yeah, you're dealing with a rookie quarterback. But think about who he has around him. Yeah, he's got a bunch of weapons. He's got Debo. He's got Kittle. He's, he's got, got a good. Ayuk. He's got a good running game to rely on. He's got McCaffrey. I mean, that team's loaded. He has a good coach. That team has a Pro Bowl in every single like position. P- not position, but unit. Like special teams, they have a Pro Bowl. Defense, they have a Pro Bowl. Offense, they have a Pro Bowl. Well, offense, they have several Pro Bowlers. Offense and defense, I think. I think they have like two All Pros. Yeah. Each. Yeah. I mean, the, the Giants' strength is obviously going to be Barkley because at I think Barkley at his best is the best running back in the league, and I don't even think it's close. Nobody can do what he does. It's not. Statistically, no. statistically, Josh Jacobs is the best of the year, but still, that doesn't matter. No, when you Josh Jacobs doesn't even come close to Barkley. Sometimes it's just the eyeball test. Like when you watch, it's like okay, who is better just from the eye, and that's Saquon Barkley. Barkley's better than everybody by the eye. Yeah, nobody moves like him or runs like him. Ever. I've never seen somebody run like him. He's the size of Derrick Henry and moves like McCaffrey. Yeah. It's not even fair to any opponent. And the only chance that they have to stop Barkley is if they're stopping behind the line of scrimmage. If he's getting four carry, he's going to bust one for 25-plus at some point, and that's what's going to kill you. Yeah. I firmly believe – I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I firmly believe – I have the Chief, or I have the Jags going to Kansas City yeah. next weekend. Yeah. But even if that doesn't happen, I firmly believe that they're just going to run through whoever they see. Because this has happened before. They've looked shaky in the regular season. They get a bye. Not even a bye. Last year, they ran through Pittsburgh in the wild card round. That game wasn't even close. Big Ben was also half a person at that point. Even still. Like that, it was like 40-10. to 10. Like It wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. And Andy Reid off a of bye. Nobody wants to see that. I mean, what is his record off a of bye? Like 30 and 4 in his career? Yeah, it's I mean, ridiculous. Um, I thought you were going to say the opposite, actually. I thought you were going to say that they were going to compete with the Jaguars, which also isn't out of the question. I mean, the Chiefs are infamous for the Chiefs already levels. The Chiefs already played the Jaguars this season. It was 27 to 10. And they did stoop down on their level. And when that's the reason. Like mid-season? Yeah, I mean, the Jaguars have won, what, five in a row to get where they are? It's not even that. I just think there's something in this Chiefs team 
that like once playoffs come, like they don't mess around. Like, if the Jaguars beat the Chargers, I wouldn't be so sure that the Chiefs are going to blow them out. They're going to win, but I wouldn't be so sure that it's going to be a for sure thing. I'm not going to predict it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Nor would I. Nor would I. Because the Chiefs just, I mean, this has happened even the year they won the Super Bowl. Towards the end of the year, they're like in competitive games that they shouldn't be competitive. They win like they're supposed to, yeah. but yeah. it's way too competitive than it should be. Correct. And then when playoff comes, they just absolutely steamroll whoever they see. And yeah. it's not even it's not even like a watchable game. It's true. I mean but, I mean think about it. Think about the year they won the Super Bowl. The Texans. They were down twenty four nothing and then they scored fifty one points. Yeah, I remember that. That was yeah. That was insane. But I mean, yeah, I, I and all in all I think the Chiefs come out of the AFC. Either the Niners or the Eagles are coming out of the NFC. I mean, I hate the Cowboys. I really do. But there, there's a slim chance they come out of the NFC. Like, really slim. But Come out of the NFC? I don't think that's even possible. I mean, obviously it's possible, but I don't think it's Are you happen. insane? I mean, top three teams to come out of the NFC would obviously be the Niners. I'd put the Vikings over the Cowboys to make it out. But if the Vikings lose to the Giants, they're out. Dude, so. if, the, if the Cowboys make it out of the NFC... I, I don't even know what I would do. Well, they get steamrolled by whoever they they could play the Jaguars and they lose. In the Super First Bowl. of all, what player on that Cowboys team has ever proved anything in January months and February months? Nothing. Postseason postseason football. When have they ever proved anything? Zeke. By the way, Zeke needs to be cut. He's terrible. Yeah, Pollard. He has more carries and less yards than Pollard. You realize if the Bucks stop Pollard, that game is over before it even started, right? Their yeah. offense is completely reliant on Tony Pollard. If anybody hasn't realized that, their whole and what offense is, what is has based been, on Pollard. What has been the Bucks' strength for the past like five years? Run stop. Yeah, their run defense. It's been the best. They've had the best run defense in football for at, le- at least at least when they were bad. Yeah, they still had a good run defense. It's like the Jets. The Jets have a really good run defense, and they're terrible. So Super Bowl, are we in agree of Niners are coming out of the NFC? Chiefs Niners, or do you think Cincinnati's yeah. coming out? Uh, I'm going to say Cincinnati Niners. I think that's going to be the Super Bowl. So who's winning that game? And I'm going to write it on this piece of paper that the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. <coughs> They're going to win the game. 28-23. And they'll be your Super Bowl champions in February. And Joe Brr is going <laughs> to hoist that Lombardi. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that would make me want to throw up. Looking at that, I'd probably buy a Joe Burrow jersey. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, as much as I'd like to see Daniel Jones, you know, holding up that Lombardi, I mean, less likely than a lot of other things. It's a little stretch this season. Hey, listen, Eli won the Super Bowl in his fourth year, and Daniel. Yeah, but think about that. uh, Yeah, they they were. First of all, you had Tom Coughlin, who's probably one of the most underrated coaches ever. That's correct. Nobody appreciates Coughlin, which makes me upset. Let me let me ask you this, Mr. Giants fan. Mm-hmm. Was this season a success already? Yes. Okay. Good, good answer. It's a gigantic accomplishment. Like, because you guys realizes how how important it is making making the playoffs just for like morale. Coming in next year, you're like, oh, we made the playoffs last year. Let's set our goals higher. They're just going to be hungrier, and they're going to be good next year. They're going to be good for years to come. If they re-sign Barkley and they re-sign Jones and they give Jones even half of a weapon, they'll be better than they were this year. They did. They went over five hundred. With no one at receiver, 
no tight end. Their secondary was hurt all of the second half of the year. I, I, I think if all works out well, the Giants will be good for the next couple of years. But, who knows? You have to nail your draft picks. Receiver. Like when you're, Just take a receiver with the first pick. You when want. you're in a situation like this as a team, you have to absolutely nail your draft picks. And that's why I love Brett Veach, the Chiefs GM. He makes good picks. I'm not even joking. I cannot find you a bad draft pick that he has made in the past three years. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Giants, I could say. If you look up and down the Chiefs roster, actually here, Isaiah Pacheco, the starting running back right now, was a seventh-round pick this past draft. Seventh round. Yeah, he's a Rutgers guy. He's a, I love Pacheco. He's great. But uh, I'm not even kidding. I hope I never see Clyde Edwards Lair again. Yeah, he fell off the face of the earth. That was that's a bad draft pick. There you go. That yeah, that was. Especially because it was a first round pick. Yeah, so, well, it was the last pick, so like, doesn't really. Matter. But I will. In their defense, in the beginning, it was a good pick. Yeah, because but we kind of like drafted a replacement, not knowing it was going to be. A well, he didn't fit your scheme at all. He didn't. No, it's not even offense. that. Like, he he was. Decent. He was good his first year. But now, all he does, when he gets the ball, he just dances at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. That's what Barkley does. And he's not fast enough to hit a hole. Correct. That's, so, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, Pacheco, I think he ran like a 4 3. Yeah, he's fast. Like, he's real fast. He's good. And, and in every time, like, Pacheco will run you over the first time. Like, well, first I mean, contact, he always breaks tackle. I watched Pacheco play in college because I watched Rutgers games because. Obviously, two kids from my high school are on that team. But, I mean, yeah, Pacheco's good, and he's going to be good. And he proved it. He had a good year this year, and he's probably going to be your starting running back for the next couple of years. And McKinnon's a great is. backup. I, yeah. They don't literally, like, even when Clyde comes back, you still what are you going to do with him? It doesn't even matter. You could stay, He's still a threat, technically. McKinnon has turned into, like, Marshall Folk in the red zone. <laughs> yeah, he has a touchdown every single game. Yeah. If not two touchdowns. I mean, I, I think if the Giants, uh, if they're constantly in the red zone, I mean, Graham Gano's a lock to make a field goal from anywhere within 55 yards. I mean, Graham Gano. Yeah. 55? He's a lock. That, like, he doesn't miss. Like, I hate to say it. He does, 55 might be a stretch. He doesn't miss. 55's a long field It's goal. a long field goal, but I promise you, Gano will, Gano will drill it. Well, speaking of kickers. Mm-hmm. Harrison Bucker gives me like a stroke every yeah, time I watch. He's, he's pretty bad. He's not bad. I don't know what I, people are saying. He's still like injured from when he hurt his ankle in the first game of the season. Probably is, but I, I've never seen a kicker more inconsistent with extra points. Yeah, it's like every extra point I have to like hope he's going to make it. Like I, I get anxious. An extra point to me is like a free throw in basketball. Like, it should be, free. yeah. Like, just make it. It's a 20-what yarder. It's a 31-yarder. Like, I think it's, on. like, 33. But even still. It's a chip shot for yeah. most NFL kickers. Like, like if you miss an extra point. Like, the thing about it. Bucker, and I will never understand it, just from, like, logic, logically speaking, the closer you are to the goal line, the easier a field goal is going to be. That's Obviously. not the case with Bucker. Gets the farther away he is, the better he is. That's, some kickers are like that. I mean, Gano, yeah, Gano's probably better from deeper. Like, I forget what game it was. I forget who they played. But going into halftime, Butker nailed a 62-yarder that would have been good from, like, 85. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Meanwhile, he can't kick a 33-yard extra point. Correct. I mean, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. 
We'll see how Bucker does. We'll see how Gano does. Don't get me wrong. Bucker is a very good kicker. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is like common with kickers where like they go through like a phase. Sure. But like sure. he's got to figure something out because yeah. he's just so inconsistent. He can go one game and not miss a kick. And then another game he could go that's miss two field goals and three extra points. I mean, that's also why I'm confident in the Giants because if the Giants get into Vikings territory constantly and give Graham Gano an opportunity to kick the ball, they'll win solely based off that, off of Graham Gano out kicking their kicker. Like you know what I mean? Do like, you think do you think if Daniel Jones beats the Vikings he gets he earns himself a contract this offseason? He already earned himself a contract, in my opinion. I think he's he What do you think they're gonna give him? Uh, I think it's either gonna be two years two years. It could either be two years or it could be five years. It depends on how long they wanna you know why would why would you sign a quarterback for two years? Just in case he winds up not being what they thought he was again, but I don't think that's going to happen. But that's, I think most likely he gets a five-year deal for somewhere. How in the how old is range. he? How old is he? Twenty-five, maybe. But you get a five-year deal somewhere in the hundred million range. Yeah, he actually is twenty-five. So yeah, five years. No, I thirty season. Five six years. I feel like if he beats the Vikings, he's earned himself like a five or six-year deal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If he loses to the Vikings, maybe three or four. Maybe years. like $25, 30 million a year. I agree. Well, that's what quarterbacks are going to get. Like, obviously, everybody's going to say $25 million to overpay for Daniel Jones, but that's just what he Nowadays, $25 million is not even that much. Like, yeah. Mahomes is making $50 million a year. Yeah, Jones will get somewhere between $25, $30 million a year, $32 million, something like that. But, I'd say it's like probably five, one fifty. Now, don't get me wrong. Mahomes deserves every penny of that contract. Obviously. But $25 million in today's day and age is not that much. Correct. I mean, if he got if he got one fifty for five, it's thirty a year, which is understandable, and I take that every day of the week. And Barkley's going to want McCaffrey money, and I'd give it to him. So we'll see. But, I mean, I think we covered everything we wanted to do. Yeah, I think we could. We don't want to keep this going much longer. Yeah, no, I think we could just about wrap it up. Um, do you have any like final thoughts you want to announce? No, I uh, I think I, I think I got everything off my chest, but uh. Giants are going to win Sunday. They're going to beat Philly. See you in the Super Bowl, G-Men. Before we conclude this, mm-hmm. I think if Tom Brady somehow loses to the Cowboys this weekend, Monday night, mm-hmm. he's done. Mm-hmm. He's going to retire. I, don't know. I mean, come on. I don't know. The Bucks are turning into shambles well, right no, before it, our eyes. It doesn't matter. The Bucks don't matter. He doesn't care. He'll go to another team. No, He'll he, go to the Raiders. Dude, you think he's going to go to the Raiders and have to deal with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert twice a year? I mean, you don't think Tom Brady would make that team better? Like, no. Want, dude, he's like 46. <laughs> we'll see. First of all, the Raiders would be beyond stupid to even do that. I bet you he's a Raider next year. I bet you he is. But whatever. Actually, we'll speaking of that. Real quick, where do you think Derek Carr is going? I think he's going to the Jets. I was just, yeah, he's going to the Jets. Actually, he would be such a perfect fit for the Jets. It's unbelievable. I, I, I think I think Lamar's going to the Jets, but um, if Carr doesn't go to the Jets, I think he goes. I don't know. I really don't know what team is quarterback needy at that point. And the reason I say he would be such a good fit at the Jets, Derek Carr, throughout his whole career, he's been good. I wouldn't say he's been good, but he's just been consistent. You know what you're getting from him. And he's like a him as a person, 
When has he ever blamed his teammates? No, he's, he's always taken accountability. He can handle New York media perfectly. Yeah, he's a leader, yeah. Well, I mean, LA media and New York media are very similar. It's not. He's in Los Angeles or Las Vegas. I mean, same thing. California media. Las Vegas is not in California. Nevada, same thing. The same you. area. Like it's still the same. Like. All right, we're gonna end it on that comment. All right. Um, to anybody that's listening. Uh, Thank you for watching. It's uh, greatly appreciated. Yes, we appreciate it very much. Um, hopefully, we'll be back at this consistently again. Yeah, we will. I, I want to, but it just matters circumstance. We have our lives to attend to. So probably be back middle of next week with the same talk about the divisional round. So hopefully. See All right. Then. Well, and we will be signing off. So thank you again.